1: You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. The Knicks face a historic performance from Julius Randle. One of the most disappointing losses of the season. t wolves edge Knicks 140-134. Uh, the Knicks got a career-high 57 points from Julius Randle, but it was not enough to overcome a blistering offensive performance from the Timberwolves. t wolves shot 61% from the field for this game. 58 percent from three. Um, they start this game, I think they, they made the first 10 or 11 shots to start this game. So it, the Knicks from the beginning did not have the right defensive mentality. Torian Prince, uh, for the T Wolves, 35 points leading them in scoring in this one. He made his first eight threes in a row. Um, hit some big ones on the stretch. Mike Conley had 24 and 11 in this game. Jalen Brunson countered that performance from Connolly, he had 23 and 10, but was highly critical of his defensive performance. You mentioned Tommy. Uh, what he said. Now I'll play for you right here. Here's Jalen Brunson on the defense from that game. It's frustrating. Gotta give them credit and they didn't miss. Um, but we didn't make a miss and um, offense wasn't our problem today. The Defensively, I was terrible. Um, I gotta be better. And um, yeah, it starts with me. I gotta, just gotta be better on defense. So Jalen Brunson taking the onus there uh, for the Knicks' poor defensive performance. He was not the only one who played poor defense in this game. They did get Emmanuel quickly, uh, 15 points from him off the bench, but it was not enough. The Knicks got down 17 points in this game. They had looked like they had taken back control in the fourth quarter. They were up five points on the Jalen Brunson bucket with 441 left to go. And the defense let them down again. Uh, Conley made a big bucket. Conley gets foul, shooting a three. McDaniels hits a three. Prince hits a three. And all of a sudden, you're down four. And, and, and you are it up and you're saying, wow, the Knicks are going to let this one slip away. So a uh, really tough loss for the Knicks here. Tommy, what happened to the Knicks defense in this one?
0: Yeah, uh, it's something I think we talked about uh, heading into the pod, on on uh, uh, heading into the game on Monday's podcast, Monday afternoon when we kind of previewed it. Um, you have, you know, you're riding a three game win streak just came off of a really important win against the Nuggets and you're paying, you're playing a Timberwolves team that is without its top guns. There's kind of a natural human element there that you just kind of let your guard down a little bit. And we talked about that's something that the Knicks would have to guard against because even though the Timberwolves are shorthanded, they're essentially playing playoff games from here on yeah. out, as are all the teams in the incredibly tightly bunched West. Um, you know, a two game winning streak can bump you up from the 10th seed to the 6th seed and a two yeah. game losing streak can knock you from the 7th seed completely out of the play in tournament. Um, yeah. That's how valuable, that's how important each game is right now for all those teams um, in that uh that that jumbled mix, that jumbled mess out in the Western Conference. So um they came out hungry. Um, you know, the Knicks uh were you know it's eight, nine-point favorite in this game. They had an opportunity to kind of come out, impose their will, the more talented team. Um, they just didn't get after it defensively. Um, you know, they they did again, you you want to say. Um, you know, the the, the Wolves shot lights out and they did and they made some tough shots. Yeah. Um, and you have to give him credit for doing so. But as Brunson talked about, you have to chase guys off the three point line. Torian Prince, eight for eight from three point land. Um, you know, one minute, you know, he was nine, the record for most made threes in a game in NBA history without a miss is nine. Um, it's Trell Spreewell and Ben Gordon. Um, Torian Prince came into this game with a career high of, I'm sorry, a season high of 17 points, goes for 35. Obviously, yeah. again, you got to chase him off the line. Um, And then it was just the little things. Um, Again, the Knicks kind of identity has been well, well balanced offensive attack. They didn't have that on, on Monday. Part of it was because, and Randall took, you know, 29 shots, but I'm certainly not going to fault him. He was on fire, playing incredibly well. To score 57 points on only 29, 29 field goal attempts is incredible. Um, So, so all the credit to him. But again, um, and, and this is something, you know, we'll talk about, uh, you know, if, 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 if only briefly today in the future. Um, Mitchell Robinson one field goal attempt Grimes one field goal attempt um, yeah. R.J. Barrett only took eight shots in this game so those four players that's three fifths of your starting lineup combined for only 14 shots and they only missed five shots you know so um those are the type of things you kind of want to get everybody involved. This again, this game was an anomaly because Randall was on literally a, a historic heater. Um, yeah, so it's going to throw off the, the you know the field goal attempts and all that other stuff. And they quite frankly needed every one of those points, but you circle back kind of directly, it's it was the little things, it's obviously on the defensive end. Um, th- uh, uh, Nick's down six, get the ball back about 30 seconds left. Randall and N1 cut the yeah. lead to three, make it a one-possession game. is 55th, 56th, and 57th point of the evening. Um, one stop, you get the ball back, you still have an opportunity. They force a stop. Um, Jalen McDaniels pushes off on Brunson, no call, misses the jumper. Um, Knicks get the rebound, they have a chance to tie it up. Um, Kyle Anderson, who's kind of the, uh, Josh Hart of, of that Tim Wolves team, yeah. uh, little, little do everything guy, um, hustle out hustles Randall for the rebound, um, leads to a Tayshaun, uh, leads to the Prince laying, um, which basically a sealer, um, game game winner for the, for the Wolves puts them up five. Um, but I, I will say, um, credit to Brunson. We just played his audio and also yeah. credit to, uh, um, uh, Julius Randle after the game um, when he admitted that, uh, you know, that that it was an inexcusable to allow Anderson to get that offensive rebound. Um, I got the quote here. Jalen got a defensive stop. We're down three. It's my job to come up with that rebound. 14 seconds left, uh, Randle told reporters after the game. If we do that, we have a chance to win the game. Um, or not win the game, but at least tie the game so I didn't get the job done. Um, I think it's a good sign that after a yeah. gut punch loss like that, um, the two leaders of the team, the two best players on the team, Randall and Brunson, step up, raise their hand, take accountability. To me, that's a sign of a team that's on the same page. Um, you know when you' when your key cogs are accountable, um, that kind of stuff trickles down, whereas if they're pointing fingers, that that kind of stuff trickles down as well. So um, I thought that was an encouraging sign after the loss
1: yeah i agree because especially from randall because i didn't really like his attitude after that play because like he's going after the referees and i'm like you didn't grab a rebound and that's why you're in this situation and he has a tendency to kind of sometimes lose focus and kind of blame the wrong things in the moment um you know and i thought like him kind of now you know he went on a a whole rant with the refs after the game took him a long time to get off the court like i'm like this game comes down to that one rebound and you have a chance maybe to send this to overtime. So it was great. I think to see him maybe calm down and realize, all right, at the end of the day, I didn't grab a rebound. And I think sometimes I think with Randall, I think he internalized a lot of that frustration and takes it out on the rest, even when he knows it's his fault. Like, I think even then he knew, and he saw him slam the ball against the, against the station because he knew that he needed to get that rebound. Usually it then takes his mind other places. And then usually he then goes after the rest, but to hear him take that accountability was great. Brunson didn't take that accountability was great. Um you do mention the lack of shot times for these other guys. And you're right, like Randall was just on fire. And I can't really I have no problem with any of the shots really he took in this game. But there is a tendency sometimes when especially when Brunson and Randall are playing together. And you know we've had now some moments where each guy not 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 Randall but Brunson's been out for some time during the season. When that happens, there are these games where it seems like some of these other guys aren't able to really get involved as much. Um, you know, we've seen obviously the games of Mitch Robinson, but we've seen RJ Barrett at times kind of struggle in like kind of figuring out what that spot is for him in this, in this, uh, and in his third, as a third option on this team, it's a, it's a, it's a delicate game because those guys are so offensively gifted. It's like, how do you say to take less shots away from those guys? But, um, but I do think those guys need to be cognizant of keeping those other players involved. And I also want to say for this game, in terms of the defense, this is why this is a first quarter league. I know you'll say, well, the Knicks were able to take the lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, but the, the the T-Wolves got off that hot start, and they stayed hot because the Knicks just didn't guard them in the first quarter. Like, when you come into a game, and there are too many great shooters in this league now, and you can't, like and Brunson said, just, like, beg them to miss or just hope that they miss. You need to actually get stops. So when these guys get in such a great rhythm, like Prince was able to do, like, conley was able to do like they say you know playing in college like these kids are on scholarship too like these are the nba players as well so you let these players get in that kind of rhythm now when the game is tight or you're trying to make a comeback and now you're trying to force these guys to miss well now these guys are in a great rhythm because you've been letting them just get off the first quarter quarter and a half it's a lot harder than turn the water off some teams can do it sometimes you'll get fortunate you'll be able to get those stops but this was a night where the Knicks weren't able to and that's why in many ways i feel like they lost this game in the first quarter they did have a chance to win in the fourth but them not being able to do anything in that first half and in that first quarter uh allowed minnesota to just get in a great rhythm and it just they they played with a lot of confidence for the entire game yeah
0: you know, when you give a team confidence like that, it's tough to take it away from them. You know, when, when Prince sees his first two or three go in, um, yeah. he's not going to hit eight for eight every night, but obviously that's going to boost his confidence. Same thing with Connolly; You let him get into the lane. Um, Brunson took accountability for that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, in, in terms of the uh, the kind of the offensive involvement, Grimes is the guy that I think um, is most yeah. kind of concerning um, of late. Um, he's played less than 21 minutes each of his last three games. Um, over the New York's last four games, he's averaging less than four field goal attempts a night um despite shooting 50% from downtown he's 8 of 16 over that four game stretch um but it's less than than total 20 shots uh, Twenty total shot attempts. Um, Grimes is too talented to be ignored offensively uh, for long stretches. Again, last night I'm, I'm not going to get too overly concerned about it, but still, just one field goal attempt is not going to cut it. Um, get the ball in 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 uh, in Grimes' hands more often. Um, we know we can knock down three pointers, but he also does a great job attacking the paint and feeding Mitch, which will get Mitch more involved. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought that Mitch might get, you know, the team might look to um, involve Mitch Robinson a little bit more after his belly aching earlier this week, just to say, hey we appreciate you big guy he had just one field goal attempt last night um you know uh barrett you know he's going to get his he only had eight last night so i'm not not so much worried about that but um it's those two guys i think again um the knicks are just better when they're more balanced um i was looking at the numbers this morning this was the fourth game randles attempted more than 26 field goal attempts the knicks are just one in three in those four games mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's 20 games. He's averaged, uh, he's attempted more than 21 field goal attempts. Um, the Knicks are 10 and 10 in those games. So not bad. Um, but this is a team that's 10 games over 500. So they obviously, the winning percentage is lower. Right. Um, when Randall starts to get up there and, you know, the same can be said for, for most other, you know, for Barrett and, and Brunson, again, when they find that, that, that again, it's a delicate balance. Um, and when a guy has it going like Randall did, um, I'm not going to knock him for taking shots. I'm not going to knock, knock the team for feeding him, um, but that's the exception. Obviously um, when a guy scores 57 points, 11 points higher than Randall ever scored at any point in his career. Um, so just going forward, I think the team wants to be cognizant of. Um, I, I think if I was Tibbs, one of the things I prioritize over these last, you know nine games on the schedule let's keep uh, grimes involved let's make sure that you know we find because you're going to need him in a playoff game yes yeah. right? he should be playing more than 20 minutes he, I, he's probably going to play 30 minutes um because of all the, all the all everything he brings to the table defensively um you know depending on yeah I mean, if
1: they play they play in the calves then those minutes are going to skyrocket because he's going to be the guy guarding
0: you want to get him comfortable in a situation where he's you know still a part of the offense and so i definitely keep an eye on um, as we kind of come down the stretch here.
1: And Julius Randle, as you mentioned uh, that 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 dominant performance he had 57 points. Um, you know th- th- that performance now puts him up there among some of the highest point totals at, at Matswick Garden ever. You're talking about Michael Jordan. You're talking about LeBron. You're talking about Carmelo Anthony. You're talking about, of course, a great Bernard King, Stephen Curry. So he was asked about what it meant, especially for those Nick players that put up those big numbers, what it meant to kind of be uh, in the same uh, list as them now with that performance, and if he can try to have more of these performances for his career. Here was Julius Randle on that. God willing, you know, hopefully. You know, those are legends in this game and uh, pioneers who – uh, specifically for this organization, you know, laid the the, um, the groundwork and, you know, led the way for players like myself to come behind them and be able to play the game I love and, you know, um, be able to go out and put on, um, you know, that Knicks jersey with pride. So, um, you know, hopefully, but, you know, I just want to win. Love the last part there. Like, all that stuff is great. I understand what it means. I just want to win, though. And I think that, as you mentioned, really, as bad as this loss was, and I would argue maybe it's the worst loss of the season, given the, the way that the Timberwolves were coming into this game, not playing well, guys injured, um, and then Randall scoring 57, you lose. One, of, I think they're the only team in, in this season in the NBA that had a guy score 50 and lose this season. So terrible loss. But I, I really did love what I heard from Brunson and Randall in this postgame. And, um, and it just tells me, hearing him talk about wearing the New York, Nick Jersey with pride, it just tells you again, once again, how we you know what, it? what can change in just a year, you know, like last season, you know, he's thumbing down the fans and you know, everybody wanted him out of here. And here he's talking about how important it is to put on that Nick Jersey with pride and to, uh, uh, and honor those legends who played before him. So I uh, love what I heard from Randall there. Hopefully he will have more games like that in the future and hopefully it'll be Nick wins. Yeah, definitely. um I th- I know
0: older players appreciate it when, when the younger guys, you know, show deference and, and appreciation, um, and humbleness and, and talk about the groundwork that's laid because it's uh, it's a, it's a it's an important, essential part of the history. Um, and the reason why these guys make so much money is partly because of, the, as, as Randall mentioned, the groundwork um, of, of guys that came before him. So, yeah, um, yeah I think it's just a um, the, him taking accountability for the major mistake. On a night he scored 57 points. He wasn't crowing about scoring 57 points. He was talking about the one, yeah. you know, a defensive mistake and, and not boxing out and, and grabbing the rebound away from Anderson. Um, again, it shows we've seen the maturity on the court there it waxes and wanes um he does get too involved with the referees on a nightly basis he does um you know let his emotions boil to the surface uh, too frequently but again that's kind of the the flip side of the coin one of the reasons why he's able to score 57 points is because he's um and again credit to him for working maniacally in the off seasons to build his body up to the point where in the 72nd game of the season he hasn't sat a game out he leads the league in minutes um and is still able to i've seen more explosive dunks we saw that dunk in the second corner oh, yeah. i think i've seen more explosive dunks from randall this season than than in his maybe in his career um he yeah. you know, playing it with you know, just ex- this explosion and pop that he still has in his legs this far into the season knowing the wear and tear and the grind that he's been through uh over the past four months deserves a ton of credit for for um you know coming into the season phenomenal shape maintaining that um really has been remarkable um so we get you know he definitely deserves his flowers on that end and and just and and so not only on the court production but just you know um the way he handled those final few seconds wasn't good he got a technical inexcusable but then you know take a deep breath go back in the locker room didn't blame his teammates um, came out, said the right thing So it's a growth maturity process. Again, we've talked about it before. Um, these guys are still relatively young men finding themselves maturing. Yeah. Um, and, and credit to Randall for doing so over the last year.
1: And credit to Randall as well for this performance because I actually felt in the last maybe uh, two weeks or so, like I feel like since that Laker game, not Nick's been winning, so it hasn't been an issue. But he hasn't necessarily played that great. Like he hasn't really had a big game. He's had. You know, 20 and 10, you know, 23. Year. But, like, you know, he, he had before that been on just an absolute, you know, scorcher for a little while. And it seemed like he started to, his numbers started to kind of plateau a little bit. And then Brunson came back last game, and, and then, you know, his he, numbers did more. So I kind of was wondering if Randall had maybe was hitting a wall, like, you know, quietly while things were still winning. And then he goes out there, 57. In a the game they needed all 57, it still wasn't enough. So that just showed you, um, again, that he, he made the season to get stuff in the right shape the mental uh, focus he has to still be able to put a point like that in uh, this late season. So, Knicks lose this one, tough loss.